Welcome back to the Leveling the Field podcast. I am your host, Tim Calise, and on this episode, we talk about the three sides of life. Think of them as three sides of a triangle, each one independent of the other, so that you can build the life that you want with the level of financial return and capability that you've always desired in a way that brings you and those around you happiness while doing good for those around you. Welcome back. As I was thinking about recording this uh, podcast, I titled it The Three Sides of Life. The sub-headline that I thought about next was how to have it all without selling your soul. I think we all think about our life and what we value, and the lens in which we look through that is super, super important and very telling as to where and how we think about the various pieces that make uh, make up our life. And so uh, today, three sides of life. So I want to go through each one individually, but let me give you the list and then we'll dig into each one. Think of them as three sides of a triangle. Our wealth, happiness, and goodness. And I actually got the idea of this uh, from a mentor of mine who was talking about how we perceive money and wealth, uh, especially in the United States where where I live. Uh, And I think it's hugely polarizing simply because of how we kind of frame or how we have been raised to frame the idea of money. Uh, And you can even think of some of the imagery when you think about kind of wealth and, you know, quote unquote, rich people. And a lot of times it's they got rich or they are wealthy at the expense of something or someone else or something even inside of them. So a couple of things just to frame this for you. So if you think of, you know, kind of Scrooge McDuck, uh, I'm in my 40s. So growing up, you know, that was uh, kind of a a very popular uh, cartoon when, you know, going back into kind of when I was in my elementary school days. And, you know, Scrooge McDuck was kind of crabby guy and, you know, for quote unquote for fun or for his activity was to you know go into the vault of coins and swim around and things like that and so it you know even from from a very early age you think of kind of having money means you're unhappy you're a you know kind of a reclusive uh, person and all you love to do is to get enjoyment through the idea of having money uh, you know, you can even kind of take this one step further, especially, you know, as, as into kind of the modern age, the idea of, you know, the haves and the have nots or, you know, kind of the, the two tiers of society and the lack of a middle class. I mean, it, it kind of goes across all things. But for me personally, I, I grew up in uh, uh, on the, the North Shore of Long Island and there were lots of kind of finance folks. And, you know, my father was actually in finance as well. And so as you kind of think about what goes into some of these jobs, you know, they require sacrifice. Uh, and so, you know, it brought up for me the idea of if you want to pursue a life of attaining wealth or you know money or things like that that you do it at the sacrifice of the two areas and so for me this really came kind of front and center because uh, you know growing up wealth for me meant sacrificing your happiness and goodness for the pursuit of wealth and what i've come to learn is it's actually about setting each of these three components independent of each other and doing it on your own terms and so as I just mentioned before, you can kind of have two of the three of sides of the triangle. I actually believe they're completely independent. And, you know, there's a 
kind of popular line, and I think it's from what I understand, you know, very valid, which is uh, the actor Keanu Reeves, who starred in The Matrix and a bunch of other, uh, you know, very, very successful movies. He's actually very well known for being very generous. Uh, and being very kind and supporting even the people that work on the movies alongside him, the stuntmen, folks that that support the the operation of the movie, but even more so, he's also known to be a very down to earth guy. He doesn't kind of throw around his uh, you know kind of status, his uh, his celebrity weight, if you will. And you know, on a, on any given Saturday, I believe he has a, a a home in uh, New York City. He can be found, you know, talking to homeless folks and you know sharing a coffee and a uh, and something to eat. Uh, as as someone who has arguably attained great status, great celebrity, great wealth, uh, he has not lost sight of the things that make him happy, and he does that through goodness. And so today, I really wanted to talk through and hopefully spark for you maybe a, a different way of thinking about the three sides of life, wealth happiness and goodness. So let's talk about wealth for a second, which is kind of the first piece. And I always, I wanted to start here because it's the most polarizing. I think it has the most kind of a lightning rod, uh, you know, reaction uh, when, when talked about. And as I've kind of gone through different seasons of my life and learned more and had greater experiences, you know, I actually believe standing here today that building wealth is one of the most important aspects of being responsible. I'm going to say that again. I believe that for each of us, especially ones who uh, I have three kids myself, I am responsible for others. I believe that building wealth is one of, if not the most responsible things you should do if you are head of household, if you're taking care of others. And in life, you are only limited by your options. So by having wealth and having money and having resources, it gives you options. And by having options, it is the critical piece. It's the currency in in life. And I, I've learned this kind of building multiple businesses uh, that have focused on, on kind of higher ticket offerings. It doesn't mean that you only... And the way I've structured it, it doesn't mean that you only focus on the higher end of the market. It means that the higher end of the market is able to give you the option to reinvest downstream into lower ticket options, to take the learnings and distribute it to a larger base, and you can provide greater value by having a higher ticket option. So as someone who's done this, I've spent the last 15 plus years in kind of service and technology businesses. By having a high ticket option, it has afforded us the ability to grow our lower and mid-tier options. The other way I think about this is personally. So if something should happen to someone in your family, someone that you care deeply about, having resources in that case is better than not. So if something should happen to someone you love, a friend, a family member, anyone that you care deeply about, having resources affords you the options to do what is right to take care of that person or those people. So this reminds me of a story, actually, of a, a guy uh, that I hired and became very close to in my first hedge fund. His wife was from Ukraine uh, and was came here uh, when she was very young uh, by her mother uh, and so she had come here she was educated she was uh, she was employed she paid taxes the whole nine yards she was just a wonderful person and a great couple 
when she was pregnant with her first uh, their first child, she unfortunately was in a position where she needed to reestablish her citizenship in order to stay here in the United States. And it got down to the the last hour. She was uh, very pregnant. She was about to give give birth, and it came down to the end of the pregnancy, uh, and she needed really good medical care. Fortunately, uh, my friend was employed at a very large company, uh, and the founder of that company uh, was able to provide them a private jet to take them to a place that was outside of the United States that had phenomenal health care to make sure that she would be taken care of in the time of need that they were in. So having resources in that example allowed them the option to take care of their family when they needed it. But typically the next phrase or the next sentence or the next thought is, well, to, to prioritize wealth means I need to sacrifice something else to get there. And that thing that most people say they have to give up is their happiness. I can either have money or I can be happy. The thing that brings happiness is pursuing the things that bring you joy and fulfillment. So for some, that is a particular activity. It can be spending time with family or others. And for many, it is actually the pursuit of work. A friend and mentor of mine, Alex Ramosi, says, you know, the work works on us more than we work on it. And I believe that the pursuit of work can provide a level of happiness. And it's not the idea of I go to work or I can be happy. It's the pursuit of contributing to oneself, you know, and the people around you, your family, your friends, your colleagues, etc., all for the benefit of approving yourself, you know, without judgment is the idea of what I believe it ta- it means to be happy. And so happiness on its own can be caused by profit generating things or it can be so it could be a positive or it can be a negative. It could be like an expense. You know, for example, I could be happy volunteering or I could be happy building a business. But I believe the pursuit of happiness is not done in a vacuum. It can be at the expense of others and it can also be at potentially the you know, the expense of the greater good. So we have wealth and we have happiness and the pursuit of happiness and wealth for oneself and those around you also then leads into the third piece, which is goodness. And so I actually looked up the definition of goodness is the quality of being morally good or virtuous. So as you can tell in that definition, there actually is no requirement for financial ability or happiness. So I think we can all think of examples of, of good people, irrespective of what they've chosen in other aspects of their life, you know, even considering their own quality of life. So, you know, an easy example of this would be you know, the Dalai Lama or one of the many social activists that have come before us. Um, they didn't pursue nor tie their level of impact as providing goodness to a financial outcome or even their own personal gain or happiness. So many times our ability to be a good person requires us to simply think outside of ourselves, separate from the ability and the kind of financial aspect of activity, separate from whether that will make us happy. The third piece is our ability to be good and provide goodness to those around us and the 
communities in which we participate, and I believe that involves giving without expectation. And so as I've thought about these three things and the independence of the three, I work with a lot of business owners, and I think many smaller business owners are held back from pursuing the size of company and the size of impact that they believe that they can achieve and that they want to achieve many times because of the mental hang-up around their perception of themselves, what is the perception of others about them, and even the sacrifices of their own happiness and even potentially those in their circle. So this is something that I think is very commonly wrestled with, and it's actually something that uh, the, the group of business owners that I work with, we talk about quite a bit. And so if you're not on our in our community at timcalise.com, that's T-I-M-C-A-L-I-S-E.com. So I welcome you to join our VIP community at timcalise.com so you can see how my private coaching clients think about and address these three sides of life. So just a quick recap, the three sides of life, wealth, happiness, and goodness. So first, around wealth, prioritizing wealth creation simply affords you options. And in life, you are only limited by the options that you have. And your options are only limited by your imagination. Pursue wealth with integrity, with a grounded set of beliefs, independent of the other two pieces of life. Number two, around happiness, pursue happiness with authenticity and support your own happiness through the pursuit of things that give you a return and provide the halo effect to those in your sphere of influence. And lastly, around goodness, remember to give without expectation. Leave the world and the communities in which you participate in better shape than you found them. And by providing something to the greater good, I believe that will actually help serve your ability to create wealth for yourself and others in a way that allows you to be happy. See you guys on the next episode.